Let's go. Welcome to Q's Corner. This is episode four, titled Healing and Accountability. You know, it's been, I'd say, a good month since I put out the last episode, or going on a month. And, you know, uh, I'm in the process of making changes to this podcast. I've been uploading videos, so you can hit my link in, the, um, in my bio on Instagram. I'm just uploading content that I'm going to start promoting it. So that's taken a lot of time amongst life within itself. But the fortunate thing, I believe that this will be my very best episode. You know, uh, I've had a lot of time to develop thoughts and um, circumstances have arose. And, you know, just the experience of life in general so I can bring it to your ear. Again, I hope that you all really tune in because this will be my best episode. So to begin, we're going to start with positive affirmations. The focus on the topic will be healing. Now, we're still under this pandemic and a lot of uh, adjustments are being made to where we're slowly being integrated back into the new normal so to speak and from my perspective I would say that I would hope that people have taken the time to develop a sense of of healing looking yourself in the mirror to see exactly what things are troubling you I'm not talking about surface or momentary things that can pass within a month's time. I'm talking about past traumas. I'm talking about, you know, situations that have occurred in your life that's kind of molded you and you can't get past because it becomes a part of you. You know, more often times than not, people have the tendency to dwell in the woe is me aspect. They allow their situations to define them. Um, I am one of the one of the um, vast majority. Um, the fortunate thing, though, is through reflection and and centering myself and you know uh, combating or going taking things head on with uh, issues of my past that's kind of shaped me. You know, I've taken action, and I will say that presently today. I have so much relief, so much relief to the point where it's like a a, a fresh start. You know, um, a lot of the situations and and it's the, the thing that it's taught me is awareness. You know, getting out of my own way in my thoughts to see things from a different perspective, you know. Uh, the first thing people would say about me is that um, I'm an intelligent individual. So in a sense, it creates like a a minor sense of narcissism to where you feel like you're right because you've gone about your life and life has led you down this path. But 
you know, awareness. A lot of the situations come about where people may hurt us, things may happen. But what we always fail to do is we look at what happened to us versus what we contributed to why as to why that happened. I'm not saying this applies to all situations. Um, I'll give you a prime example. You know, I was in a long-term situation uh, for about three years. And uh, my girlfriend got pregnant. And, you know, went through the whole steps, you know, got a place. I painted a nursery and, you know, we had the baby shower and everything. I'm being completely transparent because I just, that's just what it is. So her name will be will remain nameless, but you know um, the baby was born, and it turned out that child wasn't mine. Now, for me, I automatically switched to anger, resentment, discontent. You know, um, a part of it was with me being away for a substantially period of time due to job you know for seven months so I wasn't there I wasn't in a picture I had no choice as to where I could stay whether I can go but it is what it is and it happened and I carried that around with me for so long you know that resentment that it in turn created uh, friction in all of my relationships with women Because in my mind, I was under the understanding that I'm a good man and, you know, how could this woman do this to me? Why? But, you know, when I had my mind, when I had the opportunity to settle down and really, like, reflect on everything that happened at that period of time, you know, I was like, well, part of that is my fault. Now, I'm explaining that. You know, I wasn't the best man. You know, I didn't give her the attention that she, um, that a woman should have. I wasn't the most communicative. You know, because my mom was on work, lifestyle, bills. You know, it became not necessarily um, a partnership, but a monarchy. You know, one person. Because everything fell on me. I took care of all the bills and everything. You know, but I didn't, whenever I was dealing with stress and drama, I always internalized it and handled it. You know? And that could have been the worst thing because a lot of my frustrations and my quietness and a lack of communication began to be projected onto her. You know, 90% of the communication is nonverbal. So, you know, there'll be times I come home from work and we just didn't talk. Good woman. You know, ate dinner every night. Uh, You know, she was there for me. But I was just so lost in, you know, trying to get out of this hole that we were in. So in that case, you know, um, I was responsible for that. For I did play a part in that. You know, I can't... You know, we as human beings, we tend to be so hard on each other and I'm going to relate this to a job we can be great 
90% of the time, on point, popping, good. That 10% though, where you mess up, that's what you'll remember. Just like what you all will see with celebrities in, in their comments. You know, you'll see people like, oh, I love you, this, that, and third. And then there's this troll that comes about and they say something and that celebrity gives them that energy. You know what I mean? So I'm equating that to say that we as people, we make mistakes. And, you know, when it comes to that specific situation with my ex, whom had a baby that wasn't mine, you know, it was years I resented. I was like, man, these women ain't na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. You know, um, all the while, I didn't take ownership on what it is that I played. I didn't have the emotional maturity because I couldn't see past why me. Woe is me. And in turn, I potentially may have missed out on a lot of great women. But, you know, due to this pandemic and settling down, I've collected and I, I understood I've gained a greater sense of awareness, healing and peace. And understanding that you can't make people do what you want them to do. People are going to people. Um, same thing with relationships. But we're going to move on to that towards on another topic. But I say that it's freeing because that situation, her and I never um, communicated for years. You know, she reached out and, you know, it was just that resentment. I couldn't see past it. You know, I'm a Scorpio, man. You cross me. <laughs> and I'm not even going to put it out on the Zodiac sign. But just for record, I am a Scorpio. I couldn't see past it. So through this process of awareness, you know, um, I called her and I said, you know, um, hey, I'm just checking on you, making sure you're all right. I um, want to see how you're doing. And this is going to be completely random, but I need to say this. I want to apologize to you. And I say that I apologize because... It was a crazy time back then and a lot going on. And I could have been a better man. I could have been more communica uh, communicative. <laughs> I could have uh, done more. And for that, I accept fault. And in turn, I can't necessarily blame you for uh, what situations have transpired. Now, some of you may be listening and say, man, forget that. What's done is done. But that person, she needs to hear that. You know, versus her walking around. Because who knows, like, what whether she was dealing with depression. Or, you know, she had this good man. And, you know, she feels like as if, as if it's her fault. And, and she only sees it one way. And she may have needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. I needed to forgive and to heal and to move on. You know, she started crying and, you know, um, too choked up to express, you know, her side. I said, hey, you know, I'm not telling you this for you to automatically respond. You know, just I just felt like you needed to hear that. If you want to call me back and, and you know, um, explain and, and talk about it, we can but it's no ill 
resentment towards you. I have no, I'm not an enemy, no malice or anything. And the moment that I hung up that phone, a weight lifted off of my shoulders and it was just so freeing, man. I felt like a refresh button or like somebody took a bucket of water and just like threw it on me, just refreshed. And I don't know, I see it, my light is brighter. You know, so back to the positive affirmation point. Um, there's a lot of things that we as people, we need to uh, come to grips with. You know, I'm not saying that it'll happen today, that it'll happen tomorrow, that it'll happen a week or a month from now or a year from now. But start building those blocks and not carrying that baggage with you. You know, I could have easily went on with this for years and went under the pretense that, man, these women aren't nothing. You know, they, they all in love because it is one woman out of a billion <laughs> that did me this way. What kind of sense does that make? Absolutely none. I'm not saying it's not other women that are out there because there are some that are out there like that. But, you know, I can't necessarily put cast this wide aspersion on all these women based off my own situation it's crazy you know just like uh when well we're going to get into that topic moving forward but that's going to be accountability but main main the main thing is that tomorrow isn't promised and you know rest in peace to chadwick bozeman you know john thompson Kobe Bryant and others that are slipping my mind at the present moment but tomorrow isn't promised do you want to leave or something happened to this person you didn't have the opportunity to squash things or make an effort to say well hey at least I tried some people it's just no fixing and it's some people who purposely stay in this this woe is me mentality or this this sense of hurt because it gets them attention it makes them different all the while they're hurting we as people have to understand we have to be more patient with ourselves you know what I mean like we have to be able to come to grips with our faults uh, we have to be more understanding and more compromising of ourselves and, and not to be so hard. We shouldn't beat ourselves up all the time. You know, often, more often times than not, it's a lot of times where people have this thing that's in their face every day. And they refuse to address it. So you know what we do? We pick up the phone and we look on social media. We pick up the drink. We grab some loud and... You know, just to take our mind away. But it's still there when you wake up in the morning. Um, but like I said, I not expecting you, whoever to listen to this to make that change now. But just to take this opportunity to work on what it is that has caused uh, trauma in your life. What it is that um, is causing you unnecessary stress. Um, and 
in turn, you will grow to heal, um, build a more emotional sense of maturity. That's a word that's been brought within the last few years. And emotional maturity, you know, I'm not really a fan of that term because emotional maturity automatically puts that in the perspective of somebody else and how they view you. You know, because at the end of the day, we don't know what people's battles are. People wake up, go to work, wear that smile. It's a young lady that I uh, knew from a while back and, you know, converse with her and everything. And, you know, little did I know, I see her post every day on social media. So I go to her page. This happened last night, actually. And um, in her bio, it said deaf, definition, but it's D-E-A-F, initian, as if she's deaf. So I did my research. I'm a private eye, social media private eye. Anywho, we all are, right? Right. And come to find out, you know, this young lady is going, she's completely deaf in her left ear, and she's lost 75% of the hearing in her right, you know, has children and she, you know, has been continually working through life, lost her job due to the COVID. Like I, when I watch people's stories, I really pay attention. Sometimes I set my phone down, I'm like, oh, I forgot to turn my stories off. But anywho, like, and just to see her resiliency and, you know, me not even being aware it just goes back to the point that we don't know what other people's trauma or what they're dealing with, but just treat people with respect. Word to Chadwick Boseman, nobody knew, but he still pressed on and made those movies while suffering. Everybody got battles, yo, but I wish that we as people would be more kind to each other. And to end on that, this is another thing that stuck out to me. It was like the hypocrisy. You know, after Chadwick Boseman died, you've seen people post that people were ridiculing him for the weight that he's lost. And now that he's gone, ha ha, what a, why would y'all be so harsh to this man, right? But the funny thing is, we had that Brandy and Monica battle, right? And social media was just roasting Brandy. Roasting Brandy. And it's like the same thing over again. <laughs> You know what I mean? The same person who posted that same thing about Chadwick was roasting Brandy up and down the timeline. You know what I mean? The hypocrisy. Or maybe I just look too deep into it. But um, to sum this all up with positive affirmations, I do want to say that we should be kinder to people. We should develop a sense of awareness. And we should address or work towards addressing the traumas that have plagued us, that we carry with us day to day. So that you become a better version of yourself so that you can not necessarily have that stress on your shoulders. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be fear. But you gotta go through it to get to it. And lastly, We have to be accountable, which we'll move into the next portion 
of the dating aspect. So if you've made it this far, thank you for tuning in. Uh, after a minor 15-second break, want to get back to it and begin. Because I got some, I got a message for the ladies, y'all. And my brothers. We fractured, y'all. I, yo. And we are back. Um, thank you for all for tuning in. So, um, this next portion is addressing uh, something that is completely lost in our community, and I'm saying in the black community. Um, we are becoming more divided by the day, and I'm speaking in terms of relationships. You know, um, this is going to get heavy and pretty heavy. So, uh, to begin, we as people need to um, take accountability for our actions and be held accountable for our actions. You know, this uh, flakiness, this this uh, need you today, gone tomorrow type ordeal is uh, it's just an indicator of broken friendships and broken relationships. But, you know, the thing I want to harp on is the dating lifestyle and how the dynamics have changed. You know, all up and all up and down my timeline. And I always, if you notice, I always go back to social media because we as people don't talk anymore. We don't talk on the phone. Rather text, comment, DM. I can't stand it, but we don't have the, the, we've, we're losing the, the art of communication, but I say that to say, to get back to the point, you know, uh, I want to talk about how there's this narrative that men are dogs and women are dogs and there's no good women. There's no good men out there in the world. Now I'm a firm believer that Love should prevail. We were a lot stronger as a community together, you know. And growing up in a household with two parents or one parent or no parents, you know, it's a lot of single mothers out there. It's a lot lot of single families out there. And what tends to happen is that you have... Let's say you have um, a son. A lady has a son. And he grows up under her guidance and telling him, reminding him that his dad isn't nothing. You know, he's here today, gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? And he grows up with that narrative, hating his dad. Without the fair opportunity to develop a, a bond with him. No, it's. I'm not saying that that's just uh, one instance, but I'm going to say that the vast majority of men want to be involved with their children's life. There's some who are here today, gone tomorrow, skip town, gone, you can't find them nowhere, didn't even know their name. <clears throat> but a man needs to, a kid needs to see 
a man loving a woman. A kid needs to see a woman loving a man. Because as they get older, they're going to be more biased towards what they grew up with. You know, for for sons who grew up without a father, they're going to grow up and they're going to look for someone who's just like their mother. And in turn, they're going to do the same exact thing and reciprocate the process and be that, you know, non-available man because half because they don't know how to be a man i'm saying some not all some but not all you know there's different outliers and same thing with the young lady growing up with the mother growing up uh your daddy wasn't there he don't love you and you may not say that but it but as she gets older she's gonna wonder where's my dad why doesn't he love me why isn't he around and then as she gets older the first knucklehead that pops in her face is going to be the one who, you know, is that she's going to be seeking validation from. Daddy issues. <clears throat> Just like brothers got mommy issues. And they didn't necessarily address that. You know, so it's a state, it's a constant cycle of, you know, people not necessarily being aware and I get it you can't make things work out with who you lay with and I feel like I'm going off topic but you know to get back to the point I feel like for us to progress as a people we need to love each other we need to develop love and bonds and black love now it can happen which is why I brought this up because I'm going to go into this Black love is still there. There's still good women. There's still good brothers out there. Plenty of them. You know, now I want to speak to my sisters and I want to hold you all accountable. First, let's address the elephant in the room. The most imprisoned woman in society is being in a relationship with a good man that she is not in love with. Being in a relationship with a good man that she's not in love with. Because the moment that she drops him because she doesn't want to be with him, she has to answer to her friends or her family. He's such a good man, why'd you leave? And it puts your business out there. And then you're under this microscope. You become the topic of conversation. That's one That's one instance. The second instance. This is where the word accountability comes about. How many times have you been around your homegirls? Or women that you know. And you all talk about your past situation. And the woman has implicated that she was at fault for the reason why the relationship didn't work out. How many times? I would I would like to put 5%. I would like to say 5%. And that's even stretching that. You know, because what I've learned in, through talking to various different women is that 
women are naturally in competition with each other. And they always have to have themselves in a specific light so that they don't show weakness. Now, again, there are outliers where you have a group of women who tell each other everything that they've done. That's not the vast majority. It's all about keeping up appearances. So what tends to happen? Tyrone becomes a man who did this and this and this and this why I couldn't deal with it and I had to go. Versus hearing the other side and you won't hear from another man because we as brothers, which we should do a better job at, is that we don't necessarily talk about things that are um, past situations because when we talk about feelings, it's perceived as weak. It's perceived that it's perceived as gossipy. You know, there is no necessarily a sense of um, how do you put it output for you know human emotion. Suck it up, deal with it, move on. <laughs> Dudes don't get around they, they they homeboys and talk about their relationships. Nope. And that's where the the next problem goes into. I saw a post on Instagram and Facebook of Michael B. Jordan and uh, Chadwick Boseman. And just the fact that that brother was celebrating him was a problem. You know, it had gay undertones and, you know, soft and weak and... You know, just, and I wish my people, and I'm saying my people, I'm saying speaking of my listeners, would see, listen in stereo, not mono. See, read between the lines and look at the media propaganda that's put in your face. You're literally being controlled off by social media, by what you see. I'm able to tell the types of conversations or whether or not I can have a, a long and detailed conversation with someone based off of topics that they talk about. I'm not saying that I'm just this smart individual and I'm, oh, I'm so woke and, and elevated. No. But I was taught a long time ago that small minds talk about people. Average minds talk about events. Great minds talk about ideas. And I'm not saying that as, that you can't have a conversation here and there. You know about what's going on in the news, but you know why is that your sole existence based off of something that you have no control over? It's like politics. What can you do? What what's going on behind those 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 gates in Washington D.C.? You vote. See it for what it is, and make your best determination with the vote. So getting back to the topic. The thing that I wish that, uh, back to my sisters, I have an open-ended question. Why is there such a lack of accountability for actions? You know, you'll circle the wagon around someone who was on BS, but be so quick to throw a man under the bus. In words ain't ish. 
you know, all women are queens, which is not true at all. But that's just my opinion. It's not a fact. You know, versus uh, pulling her to the carpet to explain to her, no, that's not cool. Because you know what ends up happening? That brother that was in a relationship with her, he leaves and it's like, dang, I was there. I did everything for her. You know, I was a good man. <laughs> and we're still going through this. I love this woman. Man, these women aren't ish. And so this is something that, to put lens on it, how, how long am I going? Okay. To put lens on it, what tends to happen is that good guys are starting to wake up. And I say this, a lot of women tend to have the understanding or the thinking that a man should do everything for them. And what good men tend to do, they do that. They do such a good job at it that they forget about themselves. And that complacency kicks in with, you know, that of that woman. Don't worry, don't, don't worry, brothers. I'm coming for your next, next. I'm coming for your neck. But the only way that we can build is that we have honest dialogue with each other. Women, you got to be honest with each other. You got to hold each other accountable, y'all. Why are you going under the the thought that all men aren't anything because your friend says it or they went through this they're not going to tell you what their misgivings were because they don't want you to see them in that type of light you're not going to tell them what your misgivings are because you don't want them to see you in that type of light how real is that it's a facade it's fake And all the while, you're putting out misguided information that, you know, all men aren't anything. So you mean to tell me you are 32 years old and you've had five relationships, right? And they all ended. And let's say, for, for, for example, all of the guys did you wrong. <laughs> let's say that. You mean to tell me you're going to measure the sample size of five guys and choose a spend your whole life under this thinking that dudes are going to do you wrong what is the common variable there it's you sweetheart it's you okay i'm gonna i'm gonna break away from you know discussing with discussing women and i don't i'm not trying to make this a a sex versus sex. I'm just trying to categorize this. So let me get to these brothers. Oh my God. So you all are very. <laughs> entitled. You, you walk around with a sense of entitlement. You scroll Instagram. And you like pictures. And then you get mad when 
the young lady that you seek does not respond to your uh, DMs. You know, let's say hypothetically you are 5'5", five, five, fat, and broke. And you get mad at this Instagram model or this single mother who's handling her business because she don't want to deal with you. Come on, man. And that is the, the hard truth. We need to have... <laughs> you should not ask for what it is you can't provide. You know, the... And I'm, I'm going to call y'all simps out, too. There's a lot of simps that are married. I know some personally. And I'm going to call y'all out. It's a lot of simps out there. And I'm going to call... I'm going to say the word simp. Because the only reason why you married that woman is because you did not want her to see, want to see her with somebody else. You don't even love her. Just selfish. All the while you doing your dirt on the side. Now, I may be a lot of things. One thing I'm not is a cheater. And oh, I love my single life. Because I'd be dang if I settle down with one woman and cheat. It's cowardly. What I look like hiding. You know, but it, this, is, this all goes back to. It's a, to what I was saying earlier in the podcast. It's a lot of sisters who are. In these situations, fighting silent battles because they're in these relationships and the guy is is a good guy, but she don't like him. She's not in love with him, but she can't give validity to the reason why she'll leave him. You know what I mean? Versus brothers, and I'm I'm a I'm 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 a person who's done this. I'm I've been with a good woman, great woman, and believe. Because I'm not in love with her. He said, why would you do that? Why not? Why waste her time with this facade of a relationship? Why hold her and do dirt to her on the outside? Yeah, she'll hurt for the, for the, a couple of days. But man, after a month... They'll be on to the next. It's about time, yo. Time we do not have. So that's why I call a lot of married brother simps. I'm not saying all. I'm saying some. Some married brothers, and I know some. Brothers who in relationships. Just dragging that woman along because he don't want to see her with nobody else. <laughs> one his cake and eating it too and not to be a chatty patty but I tell you this Atlanta is small Atlanta is small and circles are very <laughs> for lack of a better, better word they're encompassed it's communities they intertwine so everybody know what's going on. Not everybody. And it's not as if you're you're searching it out. You see it. 
And you know what's so crazy? Was that the moment that that activity feed was taken down from Instagram, people been out here wilding. I mean, going crazy. Where you can't see what likes or who following who. Yeah, Instagram did it that. You know what that did? All the cheaters popped out. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. So I say back to the brothers. If you aren't if you aren't serious about a woman, why would you drag her along and waste her time out of the fear of you not wanting to see her with somebody else? She's fighting this silent battle, yo. She can't justify the reason to break up. Women are less likely to leave a good situation. And they putting on this facade. You see it. Y'all see it. Us, we'll take the L and we'll, we'll keep it moving. And we'll get called every Tom, Dick, and Harry name in the book. Water off our back. But it's the righteous thing to do. Accountability. But this conversation is uh, completely I'm bouncing all over the place. Maybe I do need to do show prep, but I like just ranting or random streams of consciousness. But, you know, brothers, we have to work on our purpose. We have to stop chasing. We have to be men of distinction. The effort that you do into impressing the gram, your homeboys, should be put into joint ventures. I wish that we as brothers would communicate a lot more versus fighting our silent battles I wish that we could have a space of communication where we can you know openly talk about ideas without feeling as though we're trying to one up one another You know, I said it in the previous podcast, man, women women are, are are running. They hit the ground and they running. They go hard for everything except for the man that they want. Look at the stories like a couple pictures won't shoot a message. Oh, it's not traditional. What you mean? Right. Somebody else shooting. Living in hope. Hope is a delayed disappointment, sweetheart. You better go for yours. <clears throat> but no, I, I, I see my sisters hitting the ground and running. And, you know, I try to do my part to uh, support black businesses and fund your dream. I think that people who do that and gain support from people, it means a lot. It goes a long way because they stepped out on fear. But sisters, I wish that 
we defeat this narrative that black men aren't ish because the world is unforgiving and it doesn't love us. You all stand up for us. And I wish their brothers treated women with uh, I want to use the word respect. I wish that brothers would treat women who respect themselves with respect. I'll say that. And same thing with women. Treat brothers who would treat themselves with respect with respect. Everybody ain't no king. Everybody ain't no queen. Brother, stop soft shoeing. Stop sprinkling sand on the ground and dancing. Trying to uh, get that get that cookie. Stop over validating and telling these women that they're something when they're not. You're validating their behavior. Long dramatic pause, <laughs> but no. Don't waste women's time. I'm only speaking from this because I have a sister who is an adult now. And the moment of me watching her grow up, I'm crazy. I killed for that young lady. But I do not, I want to put it out there into the world so that she's treated with respect. So every woman that I see, I look at that as somebody's sister, someone's mother. And if I don't have anything nice to say, I won't say anything. If I don't want to do with you, I'll remove myself from you. But it's always a means of respect. Respect women. Respect yourself. Respect your fellow man sisters I love y'all there's no energy like there is a woman's energy we're here because of you you all are the light thank you for being the voices and I'm not soft showing because I I feel like I I go at y'all so hard because you all think so far ahead. Like, I believe that you all would listen to this podcast and maybe incorporate it into your life versus it, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. But thank you for um, being the vocalist. Uh, if there, if you all weren't vocal, we would be in even worse position. I thank you all for loving us. I thank you all for uh, being our our fuel. That's the word I want to use. Inspiration. I thank you all for supporting one another in your endeavors. A sense of togetherness in the community. But. Please. 
the ones who are lost and the bewildered. Bring them along with you. Alright. So, uh, this concludes episode four of Q's Corner Podcast. And lastly, um, I have a YouTube channel where I'm doing videos, not like long podcasts or like snippets of eight to ten minutes long of various topics. So um, you can find a link in, on, under my Instagram, black underscore one zero one or QS underscore corner pod, corner underscore podcast under the link tree. But again, thank you all so much for tuning in. God bless. And lastly, be the change that you want to see in the world. I pace. Let's go. Yeah.